Hey everyone, welcome back to She's Unoffendable and that she is me. My name is Rebecca Hamilton. I am an alignment mindset coach, a speaker, law of attraction expert, and master manifester. I love helping people bridge the gap between where they are and where they want to be. If you want to level up in every aspect of your life, you're in the right place. If you want to know more about me, you can always go check out my website, www.rebeccahamilton.com. Okay, let's do this. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the idea that in a lot of cases, positivity is bullshit. Yes, I said it. People get so caught up on how things look. And what I have found has happened is that this whole positivity movement has become a game of what things look like. And people are playing that game by saying they feel good when they don't really feel good. They're acting like their life is perfect when it isn't really perfect. And I think the kicker to all of that is that nobody is always good and nobody's life is perfect. So it's funny that we try to project that so that people think that we're doing well when we're not. Um, and I think that it's a misconception. Something I, and I never forget, um, the first time I was asked this, so I had started coaching, I was doing my online course, and I was having a conversation with somebody, and I said, you know, today has just not been a great day. And she was like, oh my God, what do you mean? You don't, you have bad days? And I'm like, well, you think I am? Like, of course I have bad days. We all have bad days. And so I think that the goal has gotten very skewed in terms of what the goal is with this positivity movement. It's not for it to look good, first of all. It's for it to feel good. But it can only feel good if you actually use the levels to go up. Like you can't be in despair and then go to joy. Not really. It doesn't really happen like that. Like you go from despair to then maybe you go to anger and then maybe you go to blame and you're using that emotional scale to go up and down. Well, mostly up, but you're using that. So when you actually feel that hit and you're in, you know, maybe you're just in overwhelm, which if you have seen the emotional scale, you can find it on my website, but um, if you've seen that emotional scale, you know that overwhelm, which I don't know if you could agree, but a lot of us have on a regular basis, is actually on the downward spiral. So to say, oh no, I'm great, I'm just a little overwhelmed. Let's start dialing in to what we really mean and how we really feel and how the words we're using really um, how they really feel to us. Because I think what's happening a lot, and I see this with so many people who are trying to put on fronts, is that they want it to look like everything is amazing. And in the behind the scenes, they are having breakdowns. They're having anxiety. They're having... Now listen, y'all, there's a difference between being stretched spiritually and um, mentally in order to create more and having an anxiety attack. There's a difference between, you know, stretching yourself and having, you know, uh, well, I'm not going to say one anxiety attack because honestly, when I was going to my first speaking gig, 
I had a crazy panic moment. It, it was actually about 10 minutes and I was stressed out. I was so worried. I really couldn't name the feeling, but I knew that that fear, I knew that what I wanted was on the other side of it. And so I, I worked through it. Um, but so something like that, yes, when you're getting stretched, but that's different than feeling all the time in a negative way and saying that you feel good. And if we would just do the work, it would actually make it life so much better. And if you're doing things that you don't want to do, you have to get a hold of that in your life. You have to decide, do I want to be you know, happy? How important is happy to me? How important is it that I feel good day in and day out? And for me, it's very important because I've seen what stress and what um, dis-ease meaning not being in the flow, not being in ease does to people. So I'm not willing to mask how I feel or where I'm coming from. And I'm asking you guys to do the same thing. Let's stop pretending. Now that doesn't mean that you sit in this place and you just bitch and complain and spread the negativity. Y'all, if I'm having a bad day, let me tell you what it looks like. I maybe woke up, feel a little grumpy, feel a little annoyed, feel a little, um, you know, snippy, whatever it may be. And I'm going to be dealing with the immediate people around me. I am not jumping on Facebook to tell everybody, Hey, I'm having a bad day. Although I will admit that I have them on Facebook, but I'm not going to in the moment, pull people into that with me. And then I'm probably going to find myself a permanent space on the couch until, um, until I go to sleep or until I find my way out of it for some reason, until I move. Um, that is something that I use. I do use moving to get into a better space, but that's a whole nother podcast. So, you know, I think this comes from this idea. We are very, um, you know, as kids, we're brought into the world. We're taught to please other people. We're taught to show people what they want to see so that they feel good. And we're not really taught to take care of ourselves as much. At least when I was growing up, we weren't taught that. And so we end up standing on our head in all these different ways for people to make them feel good. And we think that we're doing them this huge service. And in some cases we are, but in some cases we actually do them more of a service by showing them what it looks like to actually care about the way you feel and to be able to have boundaries. You know, there's nothing wrong with having boundaries and holding on to them. The people that are around you that are going to have a problem with that are the people who are wanting you to do what they want you to do for their own selfish reasons. And so, you know, you've got to, you've got to be able to look at that and realize what it is. And I found throughout all of my spiritual journey that when I can look at something and name it and figure out what it is, it takes the sting away. I can understand it. I can, you know, get in my mind, okay, I see why this is happening. So it doesn't make it be such a big deal. Um, so the idea of sort of, um, one of my favorite teachers says you're putting a happy face sticker over an empty gas tank. And regardless of how many stickers you put over that gas tank, you are going to end up on E and you're gonna end up stalled out somewhere. And for us, 
and this is my analogy for it, is that we end up stalled out in different areas of our life. So if we're on E in our relationship sector, then we're going to end up stalled out in our relationships. If we're on E in our work sector, we're going to end up stalled in our work and not letting it flow and doing the things that we need to do to get where it is we want to go. So really quick, let me double back a little bit and talk about the times when people are in the lower spaces. And I, I touched on this earlier, but let's talk about this because, you know, <clears throat> so many times we're told, hey, feel better. Just don't worry about it. Oh, this is one that I love. Let me just, oh my gosh, I can't have, I, I love to share this because when people say, well, there are people somewhere who don't have food, so you should be grateful. You cannot come out of despair or depression or um, anger or blame based on that analogy of somebody doing worse than you. Actually, what people don't realize is that is actually based in lack. So anytime you compare a worse situation to yours, that's your ego, and it is actually based in lack. So that's not really an effective way to pull your energy up. And so what is an effective way? Because you guys, I've been there. Like I have been in some of the darkest places um, where I did not value my life and I didn't value my future and I didn't know why I was here. I didn't know if I could keep going. I didn't know, you know, how to process the things that were going on. And so what I have found is that first of all, We've got to be easy on ourselves. We've got to stop expecting these miraculous jumps from ourselves energetically. You know, because at the end of the day, if you jump really far, you're going to end up doing a two-step, two-step forward, two-step back, two-step. And we do that a little bit anyway, but you don't want to try to jump all the way up. It's not real. And what happens is you're at your house and you're talking yourself into it and you're having a good morning and then you go out and somebody cuts you off in traffic somebody gets in front of you in the grocery store with their slow moving cart and then you're really annoyed again. And the reason is because you didn't do the work and then you're upset. And now you want to blame it on that person. But in reality, that person has no control over how you feel. It's just that they happened to do something that annoyed you. And so now you've assigned it to them. When in reality, if you were in a good space and I don't know, you guys start paying attention. I'm a different person when I'm in a good space in traffic. I'm a different person when I'm in a good space behind somebody who's moving slowly or not. If you know me, I walk very fast. I talk fast. I process fast. I like to move fast. Um, so if I'm getting annoyed quickly, that is literally one of my indicators of, okay, your energy is not where it needs to be or where I'd like it to be. So giving yourself the opportunity to come up little by little and literally you can go into the different phases of it and it depends on what, what you're working on, obviously. So these are just pretty broad concepts, but you can go in individually to each of, you know, go and find the energy or the, um, emotional scale on my website. My website is, what's my, it's www.rebeccaahamilton.com. Go grab the emotional scale. And when you are having, you know, while you're on this emotional um, journey, which is what it is, while you're on this journey to level up your energy, 
Use it to gauge where you are. I literally had one in my purse for years. I pretty much know it by heart now, so I don't need to keep it in my purse. But I had it there because I wanted to know where I was hanging out most of the time. It really was important to me. So when you have these people who are constantly saying that they feel good, it starts to make you feel like, well, wait a second, is something wrong with me? Because I don't feel good all the time and I don't have positive thoughts all the time. And yes, I can get there, but I mean, I'm not there all the time. And if, oh, and if that one certain family member comes around, oh man, like I take a nosedive because I have this energy with them. And, you know, so do yourself a favor and just remember that nobody is positive or good all the time. It's almost like it, it works against us. The fact that that's pushed as a thing because it's not a thing. If you, and I've said this before and I'll probably say a hundred more times because I like to remind myself, if you felt good all the time, you'd be dead. Like you would not need to expand anymore. Every little bit of contrast that we have, the negative thing that happened, the things that, you know, come around and you're like, dang it, those things are reminding you that you still have expansion to take. You still have evolution to go through. So, um, so be, be glad for them. That means you're alive. <laughs> like, I'm like, Hey, I'm having a bad day. Good. I've got a few more days left. I'm obviously still going to be alive. So, um, so yeah, I really encourage you to start looking at that emotional scale and start being real about where you are. I'm not saying you go complaining to everybody, but be real. And you're going to start having more and more amazing days as time goes and let that be what it is. Milk them for everything you can. And when you're in those moments, bring in other times, bring in other subjects. And that's how you really start to level up your energy. And I didn't realize that for so long. I thought that I should look right at something I didn't like and I should feel better about it. Like I should just look right at, you know, this relationship where I felt wronged, for instance, or I felt undervalued or whatever, and I should feel good about it. And that's not the work y'all. That is just not the work. The work is to find your place where you do feel good. And we all have something. Now, it might take a little shaking to shake that tree, but we all have something. And the more that you can focus there, even if it's one thing, y'all, did you know that out of every area of your life, if you have one area that's going good and you doggedly focus there, you may not feel good all the time, but you're going to raise your energy of all the other subjects just by the fact that you are focusing strictly on what feels good. And people question that. They're like, what do you mean? You can't just think about what feels good and that's all you have to do. Listen, if you can get control of your waking mind, that is one of the most powerful things you can do. Yes, there are a million ways to create. There are a million people out there that are talking about different ways to create. And yes, you can create through action. You can create through thought. You can create through um, using like, uh, like the in-space creating um, like Neville Goddard talks about. There, there's a ton of different ways to create. But at the end of the day, your creation will only be as good as your highest energetic vibration. So the, it, it's only going to be as good at that as that. And it's usually the median mix of where you are. So upping your energy is great. 
acting like you're positive and happy all the time and everything is just always fucking gumdrops and lollipops is BS and we all know it. So anyway, I hope this helped you. I hope you let yourself off the hook. I hope that you decide that it's okay exactly where you are and that you have the power to pull yourself up. And the only reason that you wouldn't want to tell yourself where you are is because you think you don't have the power to pull yourself up, but you do. So now you know. And so I hope that this podcast helps you. Until next time, keep the long view in mind, guys, and stay thankful.